Welcome to Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, a podcast by Dan Casey, featuring business and economic development news from St. Clair County, Michigan. Stretch your horizons in the beautiful shoreline communities of St. Clair County, home to one of the nation's busiest international border crossings. Learn more at edascc.com. Hello, I'm Dan Casey with the Economic Development Alliance of St. Clair County, Michigan. And thank you for tuning in to the EDA's Our Shoreline, Your Horizon podcast. So today I'd like to welcome Brenna Tenniswood, who's the Director of Education Services at St. Clair County Risa. Welcome, Brenda, and thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Dan. I'm happy to be here. Good. So there was some exciting news recently. Risa announced that you are going to be the new superintendent, replacing Kevin Miller, who is retiring. So how are you feeling about having this opportunity? I am excited, honored, humbled, um, very optimistic about the future, but I also know I have some very large shoes to fill moving forward. Yeah, so that's probably always the case when you take over a large system, including an educational system. And Kevin's been there for quite a few years, and you know, you, you've know you been a key part of that leadership team for how many years? Seven? Yeah, I've been at Risa for seven years working with Kevin closely and, and, you know, enjoying kind of the, just the, the problem solving, the thinking, the whole organization piece. So let's talk a little bit about your professional journey in education in particular, and what led you to this point to have this opportunity. Okay. How many hours do we have? So starting, so I'll, I'll try to keep the, the sweet and condensed version. So I've been in education, gosh, now 34 years Um, I started out as an elementary teacher at the now-closed Washington Elementary in in Marine City. I was very uh, proud to have served in East China School Year for around 27 years in a whole host of roles. Started as an elementary teacher, was a language arts consultant for the district. Literacy was like my content area. I really love teaching kids how to read and science. Those are my two, hands-on science. (laughs) And then I also was a building principal and an assistant superintendent uh, at East China for eight years um, and always really loved trying to make a difference in the lives of staff and students. Okay, so I've known some other educators who move from the education side of the equation to the administration side of the equation. What was it that made you want to make that shift? That's a really good question, because honestly, when I started 34 years ago, I didn't say when I walked in the door, someday I want to be the superintendent at St. Clair County Research. Like, that was not in my mind at all. I think what's always driven me is, how can I make a difference? And over time, I realized that, um, and I have profound respect for, for classroom teachers, but I also wanted the opportunity to try to make a difference at a systems level. How can I help teachers? How can I help administrators? How can I build systems to really support the work that needed to be done? So that's what drew me to the dark side of administration. (laughs) So before we go any farther, um, I think I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit about RISA, uh, because uh, this podcast is, you know, available for anybody that anywhere in the world or even on the moon or Mars. So why don't you tell us a little bit about RISA and who they are and what they do? You know, that's a really interesting question, because when I was first hired at RISA, some of my extended family members said, congratulations! what exactly does a RISA do, right? So, because it's not always well known. So RISA stands for Regional Education Service Agency. And why I bring that up, that whole notion of service is really, I think, central to our organization and to all the members. So we cover such a wide swath of services. So everything from Pine River Nature Center with all the beautiful trails and education programs there to running fiber and connectivity and making sure that we have really robust infrastructure to support education, 
to owning a radio station. Like, it's just, it's bizarre to me how many different facets are, and exciting and exhilarating, how many facets there are to the organization. Um, Some of our central tenets really are around providing direct support to our local K-12 school systems. How can we help support them? How can we serve as a liaison between the school district and uh, Michigan Department of Education? Um, Within the last several years, under Kevin's leadership, we've really also been very intentional about forming partnerships in the community. Where can we help serve need in the community? The career and college uh, readiness system has been something that's been near and dear to all of our hearts. How can we really, again, start to establish a system to enable our students to really figure out who they are, what it is that they want to do post high school, and have the, the skills and the tools so that they can be successful after high school? So that's just like a snippet of everything that, that RISA offers. And we're going to talk about the career and college readiness system a little bit later in the podcast because I want to come back to that. Another question that I have for you that I've never asked before is what is the difference between an intermediate school district and RISA? Oh my gosh, we just honestly had this conversation because there's like five different names for entities. I think one of the shifts and one of the reasons why we made this shift is back to that service. So an Uh, oftentimes an intermediate school district, although it provides many of the same services, does not have that same, I think, organizational culture around being a service to others. It's a really nuanced, but one we take really seriously about how can we lead, how can we partner, and how can we serve our our constituent stakeholders and the greater community, quite frankly. So I think that most people are probably more familiar, I mean, outside of St. Clair County, are probably more familiar with the term intermediate Intermediate school school district. district. So I find myself when I'm talking to people and they say, you know, do you have a tech training center or do you have an intermediate school district? I say, we have a RISA. And they're like, what's that? So then I always have to explain, not to everybody, but to a lot of people. So I think that, you know, just getting people to understand that basically they're the same thing, that there's maybe some subtle differences. Exactly. So like Macomb, our closest, one of our closest counties, Macomb Intermediate School District, they provide very similar services. I would like to think though in Sinclair County, we are very service oriented. So Yeah, well, I would totally agree with that. And one of the ways that I discovered that is you do a lot of internal meetings with school principals, with the, uh, the various superintendents of all the school districts. And you coordinate all of that. Yes, correct. That's uh, actually one of the things that I love the most about my current position is we meet monthly uh, with the superintendents, with the curriculum directors, and then all three levels of the principals, um, both in terms of trying to foster a culture of collaboration and sharing, which is amazing. That's one of, I think, the greatest attributes of our community are the individuals, the people in our community are amazing. The educational leaders in our community are so dedicated to working on behalf of their students. But during those meetings, we do professional learning, collaboration, updates from the state, um, a whole host of topics. So within a two-hour period, we really uh, jam-pack a ton of hopefully really engaging and and productive information in. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. As one of the people that's involved in a lot of these collaborations that occur in our county, that that's really become a strength of ours that a lot of places don't have. And I was really encouraged early on to hear that RISA was at the forefront of that on the education side. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, so let's move on and talk about what are you most excited about with this new opportunity? Because you have, as you said, big shoes to fill, but also great opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And I am really excited, very honored. We're at a really unique time in that we're coming finally out of the COVID pandemic, inching our way out. So that presents, I think, some inherent challenges and opportunities. 
Um, I think, again, one of the things that I'm the proudest of is being playing a really small role in partnerships in our community, and that's one of the things that excite me, excites me the most. I think not only is it a hallmark of RESA, but it's also a hallmark right now of St. Clair County, all the, the collaborative partnerships. So I'm really excited to be continuing those out, looking for new ways to partner as well. Um, I know talent attraction and workforce shortage is something we're all grappling with. So how might we partner together to really address those in maybe some ways that we haven't considered? Speaking from the educational lens, obviously, I'm super concerned about the the lack of educators that are out there. So how might we partner with other institutions, other entities in our community to start to really recruit our young people? I know we're excited about the new program, the teacher exploration program we have at Tech. There's a ton of work going on at early childhood. So how might we collaborate differently to try to you know, retract and, and retain our local talent? So that's one of the things that's both a, a challenge and a great opportunity. I'm also um, looking forward to really looking at um, around the notion of mental health and, you know, how can we help our, our children and our uh, staff in our in our structure and organization really maybe regain some of the resilience that has really taken, a I think, a beating over the last couple of years. It's been really challenging. So how might, as, as RISA, how can we help lead and support um, entities, including our districts, and moving forward in some of those? And then lastly, this college and career system. It's time. Like, we need to really, I think there's been great partnerships. There's been great work done. But now, now the urgency is even more compelling, I think, than it's ever been. So. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. And this is one of my favorite topics of all things to talk about as it relates to economic development. Um, you know, I've been in the field for over 20 years. And back in the day, we did not talk about talent. We just didn't. There was no reason to. But the reality is that we're getting older as a society and younger people, for whatever reason, are choosing not to have children or as many children. And so our labor force is really taking a hit. And we're seeing it now with, which is unusual being in this period where we have this high inflation, potentially leading to a recession. And normally when that occurs, if you have a recession, people get laid off and we, the, the problem reverses itself. And it's just a cycle, right? We may not have that this time. We might have a full employment recession occur in the, in the future, right? Uh, which basically means even if people get laid off, they probably get hired by somebody else because there's so many job openings. The reality is we just don't have enough people out there. So my point being that young people, unfortunately, or fortunately, have to step up. And we'll have a lot of graduating seniors. And this, this can't be the, the millennials coming out, you know, where they have plenty of time to figure out what they want to do with their lives. We need our young people today to come out and immediately go to college or into an apprenticeship, or right into the workforce, because we have so many opportunities. So if you could just talk about that from your perspective, and what Reese intends to do about it. We are all definitely feeling the urgency. And so we have a framework, it's called Design for the Future, but it really is around how can we help every single one of our students graduate successfully with something that they're interested in, that they're well prepared. And when I say prepared, I don't just mean academically. They need content and knowledge, but they also need those deeper learning competencies, the soft skills, as our employers in the area would say, right? So they need to be really well equipped with the, the skill set and a mindset of, of learning and exploring. Having said that, they also need to have participated into a whole host of career awareness opportunities over their career so that they ha have a sense of what it is that they'd like to do, something they're interested in, passionate, as we term it, and then a plan. I say a plan because I know that plan is going to evolve. But are they, are they heading off to 
um, pursue a two-year or a four-year degree? Are they going into an employer that's going to support them getting additional certification? So in the past, uh, we've been really proud to host things like Manufacturing Day, support that in conjunction and partnership with our locals and with many of our, our really amazing employers in the area. So that's something we're trying to, to bring back, uh, Manufacturing Day. Um, but it, it's got to be more than just a one and done. So we're really trying to build a system of experiences for our students, some embedded within the classroom where it might be bringing in speakers from the outside at the elementary level. Um, but then gradually, as our, as our students become older and they progress, giving them opportunities to participate in things like Manufacturing Day, like, okay, so this is out a couple years, but one of the things that we had been trying to just preliminary plan was like a health careers experience, not necessarily just going and picking up brochures, but having an opportunity to go potentially tour the health sciences building in conjunction, SE4, I hope you're listening, um, at SE4. Maybe having uh, at McMoran Place an opportunity where our healthcare providers from every level within there, right, come in and have hands-on activities for students to say, gosh, this is not just about becoming a nurse. It's not just about becoming a physician, although we need those too. But here are 10 other careers that are in that field. And gosh, there's, there's a program at SC4. There's a program. like So just trying to be very intentional at embedding these opportunities. And obviously, at RISA, we cannot do this by ourselves. You can see this is coordinating. It's working with our schools. It's working with EDA, our friends at EDA. It's working with members of the community and employers to really bring, bring all these ideas to fruition. And it's like um, I've said before, we need everything. We need yes. everybody to do everything. We need plumbers. We need people working at all these different career to, uh, job opportunities that exist out there in healthcare. We need computer program. I mean, it's on and on and on. So when I when I, I I'm not trying to put pressure on young people when I say you need to you step know, up. You need to step up. It's time. We we need you to come in and you know because the older generation is really you know retiring now over the next uh, three to five years, and we need young people to step in, begin to get experience, and then take the reins. And there's no better time to do that than right now. Just lastly, what do you love about working in St. Clair County in this area? And what do you think others in the education field might also love about this area? So I've, I've actually, I was born in St. Clair County. So, you know, hometown girl, I love the people. That is hands down the best thing, whether it's at RISA as an organization, people in the community, EDA, like there really are civic minded people that come together and rally around great causes. But quite frankly, they're a lot of fun. It's just really people that are very empathetic, warm, and want to do the right thing on behalf of the community. And I think educator, that's something that educators really resonate with. And, and you know, we welcome educators to come join St. Clair County. It's, it's an amazing place to work and to live. Yeah, well, education is so critical to our future and also to what we do in economic development in terms of the workforce. Um, you know, I, we work with a lot of site consultants. And um, these days, talent is at the top of the list, right? So for any project, they want to know, do you have the people with the skills we need? And they're really drilling down into very specific um, classif industry classifications, right? Do you have the, the right number of engineers of the type that we need? If you don't, we're probably going to go somewhere else. So, you know, trying to prepare our young people for these opportunities is a huge challenge. But it's a great opportunity. And, and fortunately, we have great partners like you and, and, and all the great folks that work at RISA. Thanks, Dan. I am really looking forward to continuing our partnerships. So thank you for joining me on today's podcast. 
Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate the opportunity. Also, EDA is thankful to have Risa's continued support in shaping our future workforce and also being a vital community and education partner in St. Clair County. And I've appreciated the opportunity to work with you and Kevin and other folks at Reese over the last few years, and we're going to continue to do that into the future. Awesome. I'm Dan Casey with the EDA of St. Clair County, and we hope you'll join us again for the next podcast on Our Shoreline, Your Horizon. Take care. Thanks for listening. To hear more, visit the podcast page at WGRT.com or find Our Shoreline, Your Horizon on your favorite podcast app.